I don't care if anybody doesn't want to say it. I'm going to say it for you. Deshaun Jackson is not ready to retire. He may be ready to get off the football field. He may be ready to stop practice. He is by no means ready to retire from a financial perspective. Now, you may think this is kind of odd because he's made millions and millions of dollars as a professional football player. What do you mean he's not ready to retire? He doesn't have a plan. And I'm going to tell you why. My name is A.B. Ridgeway. I'm the host of Financial Advisor. Say the darndest things in my mom's favorite Christian financial advisor. As a certified private wealth advisor professional with over a decade in the financial industry, my goal is to help investors like you become rich in spirit and righteous in action. And today we are going to cover something that everyone is familiar with, retirement. What do you do when it's time to give up the things that you love? And obviously he's played in the league for a good amount of time. He's accrued a good amount of money, but now he has to manage that money and he also has to manage his emotion. I'm going to play a clip of a reporter that's going to ask a very vital question that all financial advisors usually ask their clients at the point they say, I'm done or I want to prepare to be done. Sean, you're, you're still a young guy. What do you want to do with your time uh, now that you're done? Yeah, I'm still young. Man. I'm not, I don't even really consider it a retire, retirement. You know, like at the end of the day, I'm 37, man. Just had, today's my birthday. So it's just special to be be able to come back in um, to officially, you know, sign and come back and sign with the Eagles. And, you know, I look at it as I'm starting a new chapter in my life. And uh, the new chapter is uh, I have a – I'm really like an entrepreneur, honestly. Uh, I got, got so many different variables in different directions, different business ventures. Um, I got my kids, you know, that, that I'm pushing out that wants to play football. And, uh, you know, I got a documentary that's going to re, re come out. You know, I have a documentary before that we just, uh, you know, signed a deal with Amazon that's about to come out soon. So I think you guys are going to be seeing a lot more of me. I'm going to try to come to Philadelphia a lot more, too, and just be involved with the team, man, because I, I love what they're doing here. And it's just a special place, man. This is like my second home. So for me, man, I think you're going to still see me. Uh, you know, I'm very active on social media, and, uh, you know, I definitely want to be more active here in the community. So. So much stuff I can't even tell you all in one, man. But it's a, it's a lot of stuff I got going on, man. Just stay tuned. Unfortunately, from my perspective, that's a whole lot of nothing. That's a whole lot of answers that he feels that's what he's supposed to be saying. He's supposed to be saying that he's transitioning out of football, that he has all these business ventures that he really can't describe at the moment, um, maybe because he has a team around him that's going to be doing all the heavy lifting, and he's really just kind of the face of whatever he's getting into or maybe he has a bunch of friends that says hey Deshaun you invest in my business and I'll give you 20% or 25% of the business right and we see this all the time we see football players that they spend a lot of their money and then when they start getting toward the end of it then they start throwing all their money behind all these investments and their friends with these bright ideas then they end up going broke but I don't necessarily think this is the case and I don't want to wish this on him because he's just retired, right? We can't predict what the future is. Maybe he has some good people in his life. Maybe he does have a financial advisor that's going to step in. But why do I say that he's not prepared for retirement based on his response? Because he gives the general responses. I'm going to focus on my kids, uh, invest more in the community. You're going to see me more. Uh, I want to, I have a lot of variables, he calls it, unfortunately. Uh, there's a lot of things going on, you know, a lot of fluff that he's saying. He doesn't have really a definite chief aim, right? So when you retire, it's not that something you retire to, it's something that you retire through. So let me give an example of a response that sounds more like he has a plan in mind. That's a great question. I'm looking forward to the next chapter in my life. After I transition from the NFL, 
I have three wing stops that I'm going to be opening. I'm going to be managing. That's going to be my uh, source of income. I am looking to do more brand deals in association with my brand and my team. We're going to be working with companies in the future to help develop maybe a documentary or maybe a production company where we can focus on the lives of NFL players and how we could bring that to life and on screen for our future of our kids or whatever it may be. Right. And I'm not saying he has to sound like me. I'm not saying he has to say it exactly like me. But what it is, is what are your three goals? What are your four goals that you're aiming for? Yes, spending time with your kids is natural. Yes, you know, wanting to spend more time with your community, that's great. But what are you exactly doing, right? And that's where a financial plan is going to come into play. Many times we see athletes, which I do applaud, and say, I'm opening a school. That's a process. So what are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to open up a school for underprivileged kids in underdeveloped communities. Perfect. That's a plan. That's something that you could stick to. That's something that you could work for toward. Um, but what he said was basically to me a whole bunch of nothing. But let's go on to the, the next question that the reporter asked, because I think this is a great question as well. It's like, how do you deal with the emotions of retiring? And this is what his answer was. There's a lot of, there's a lot of players that when they retire, that when they retire from the NFL, they have a tough time transitioning, um, to right. getting the thrill of playing and, and the competitiveness. And mm -hmm. have you thought much about that? And obviously you do have your hand in a lot of uh, um, enterprises. Yeah. Do you think that'll be enough to satisfy that? that I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't think you'll never get the thrill back of running out that tunnel and hearing the fans cheer for you and, you know, you playing and competing at a high level. Um, but for me, Honestly, it was an easy transition. It was an easy decision because I feel like I fulfilled everything on the field. Um, can I still play? Yes. Do I want to still play? It's probably 50-50. Um, if I could just wake up and go play on Sundays, it would probably be the ideal thing. <laughs> the, the Monday through Saturday is, uh, is a little tough. But honestly, man, for me, uh, it was an easy decision. Um, and I, like I said, I don't, I don't have no regrets in life. I don't, I don't live my life on regrets. I live my life on the next day and just being the best person I can be, being the best role model, being the best father, being the best son, being the best brother, being the best friend, and uh, just building relationships, man. I, I really feel like my life is destined um, to be able to make it from where I came from and just be sitting in front of you guys' face right now, man. It's, it, it really speaks numbers. And uh, I was a young kid, man, and did it at a high level, man. I, I the, the reporter asked him how is he going to deal with the emotions and then he also started talking about other things. And, and this is what we find when we're talking about retirement. We really don't know exactly what we really want to do. Um, the emotions associated with no longer fulfilling your purpose and having to find another one can be very depressing. Uh, many athletes have attested to, and the reporter says as well, that after you got the thrill, after you know you have tens of thousands of people cheering for you on Sunday for making a catch or scoring a touchdown or, or making a tackle, now you're sitting on your couch and you're watching it um, like everyone else. And sometimes people are afraid of being forgotten and that could take an emotional toll on someone. Right. And like I said, they turn sometimes to drugs and to alcohol and other ways to get that stimulus. Um, and that's why it's very important to really focus on God, because God is something that no one can take away from you. Right. Football comes and goes. Being rich, money comes and goes. But God is something that's going to sustain you to and through retirement. I think what he should do is really sit down with himself because obviously he hasn't taken the time to figure out what he wants to do um, as far as a business is concerned. And then also how he's going to deal with it emotionally. You can see his eyes are diverted. He's not really looking at the camera 
or even looking at the reporter who was asking me questions. You know, there's a there's a lot of body language here that I see as a financial advisor that I would pick up on and say, listen, it looks like, you know, there's something going on. It looks like there's something that you want to um, say it looks like there's something else that is, is bothering you. Let's tackle that problem first because you have the money. That's not the problem. But you could tell deep down in his spirit, he's not ready to retire. So if you're out there and you're preparing for retirement, you have to understand there's going to be a transitional period. What are you going to do after you retire? What are you going to do after you no longer have somewhere to go for eight hours a day and you're stuck at home with yourself? How are you going to deal with those emotions as far as depression and anxiety that can creep in from inactivity when all your friends are maybe still working or they're traveling or they're spending time with their family? What are you going to be able to do to fulfill your time and to fulfill your purpose here on this earth? And that's all part of your financial plan. Because once we identify what those things are, we can start steering our money toward those things so you can have a rich and fulfilling life. Well, that's it for me. My name is A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on its website and through other distribution channels. Elijah Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become AB Ridgeway Wealth Management client pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnestine podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.